0: This is Zena Shrek, and you are listening to Rock is Lit.
1: You've entered the Rock is Lit
2: Vault. Welcome to the Rock is Lit Vault where you can find outtakes from the regular episodes and extended episodes, as well as special features, behind-the-scenes peaks, and breaking news. Join me, Christy Alexander-Halberg, for each enthralling episode, then migrate to the vault for Rocky's Lit Deep Cuts. Hello, Lit listeners. This offering is an outtake from Episode 22 on Rob Herrera's horror rock novel, Hangman's Jam, a story about a haunted song that beguiles an up-and-coming rock band. In the last segment of that episode, my friend Zena Shrek joined me to talk about the power certain songs have in spiritual and magical practices to add real-world context to Rob's novel. Zena has been on the podcast a few times, and each time, our conversation tends to branch out and take on a life of its own, which means I always have some bits that don't make it into the regular episodes, many of which wind up as standalone mini-episodes, like this one. For those of you who are not familiar with Zena and her work, here's a short introduction. Zena Schreck, formerly LaVey, was raised within the Church of Satan. She came to international prominence early in life as the organization's high priestess and first public spokesperson defending the church in the 1980s during the infamous media-fueled U.S. Satanic Panic. She resigned her position in 1990, severed ties with her father Anton LaVey, and renounced Satanism and Western occultism to pursue her own religious path, which led to her becoming a practitioner and lineage holder of Tibetan Tantric Buddhism. Zina is also an interdisciplinary visual and musical artist based in Berlin, Germany. Her latest solo album, Transcend, was just released and is available on Bandcamp. You can find the link in the show notes. So much of Zina's art converges with her spiritual practice. This is definitely true of Transcend. To celebrate the release of this amazing album, Have a listen to this outtake from my interview with her from episode 22, in which we talk about the use and power of Medicine Buddha mantra for spiritual and physical healing, energy transference, and mantras as a means for energy transference, approaching Medicine Buddha in the spirit of receptivity and experimentation, the importance of having compassion, even for negative forces, and more. You'll also hear clips from two tracks from Transcend, Ascent and Departing Clouds. If you enjoy this bonus episode, pop on over to Good Pods or Apple Podcasts and leave a rating and comment. Thanks so much to you for listening, and to Zena for being such a special part of Rock is Lit. And now, here's my conversation with Zena Shrek. On a, a personal note, and but still relevant to what we're talking about, I remember telling you that my dog, Wyatt, had injured himself during the Thanksgiving weekend and was going to have surgery on both back legs, one at a time. He's had the first surgery and he's doing great, and by the time this episode airs, he will have had the second surgery. Anyway, right after I told you what was going on, you sent me a YouTube link to Medicine Buddha Chance and told me to start playing it for Wyatt before the surgery and during his recovery, which I did. And I'm fascinated by the effect the Buddhist chant music seems to have had on him. It was very calming for him. Oh, well, I'm, I'm
0: very happy to hear that.
2: <laughs> yeah, And I'm happy was. to hear
0: of his recovery going well, too. Yes. So that's good news. Well, okay, Medicine Buddha, that's a very, <laughs> guru, or Sanjay Menla, as he's known. Um, Medicine Buddha, more simplistically stated, is a really uh, much older Buddha than the Buddha that we're most familiar with in our time, which is Shakyamuni Buddha. Um, This is a more primordial Buddha that, that goes even further back in Indian history. There are many Buddhas. A lot of people just think that the Buddha is like the kind of Asian equivalent of god. god yeah and yeah but there's only one but in fact there are many buddhas and buddhas with different aspirations buddhas with different functions and forms and physical appearance there are male buddhas there are female buddhas There are wrathful Buddhas, and there are peaceful Buddhas, many different kinds of Buddhas. What I'm referring to in particular is um, the form of Buddhism that I practice, which is Tibetan Tantric Buddhism. But even in Mahayana Buddhism, there are female Buddhas and Bodhisattvas, which are enlightened beings, not yet fully omniscient, not yet fully a Buddha, but on the path to Buddhahood. So they are known as Bodhisattvas. So Medicine Buddha... very very, very old primordial Buddha, who his aspiration was for medicine in a very broad sense of the understanding is not just for medicinal purposes as we know it but but understanding that the mind is incorporated into healthiness and healthfulness, the mind and body component together, so yes, we use medicine Buddha ob- for obvious reasons for whenever there is something medicinal needed. To support and aid that, but it can also be for such things as you know depression or mental obscurations or um blockages in your energy in any particular way and and okay. and it branches out into other other aspects of life which can then be interpreted as having links to your health, your overall mm-hmm. health, in a general way, in a holistic way. When I sent you that link, I mean, that's something that I automatically do for anybody who has animals (laughs) um, or even, you know, elderly relatives. I've known, I've had so many students and known so many people that I recommend they play Medicine Buddha mantra for, for example, a elderly parent who's ill and in hospice. Because Mm -hmm. even though we can't, you know, we can't stop death, but we can make death a less you know, less suffering, a less painful yes. process. And so the inherent energy as as what is transmitted, the inherent energy of what's transmitted in, in the mantra that is the Medicine Buddha mantra, again, I'm only using this as one example, but there's many others with, with countless other mantras, but this is only one example. So the inherent energy of this Medicine Buddha mantra The aspiration, the intention, the motivation behind it is for healing. And this is Mm -hmm. for healing from an omniscient being who is um, so omnipresent, so omnipotent, that just even directing your focus, just directing your consciousness in that direction and in that mind stream connecting it with the mind stream of that omniscient being, that you will be picked up in the river of that energy. And the positive mm. aspect of the river of that energy will flow then, either for yourself or for the other being who's ill, whether it's an animal or a human. And the flow of that aspiration will then continue flowing through the consciousness of the sick or you know, physically or mentally ill being that picks it up. So we're talking about energy transference, actually, and the continuance of energy transference. And the mantra is a medium. The mantra is a means for that, and has certain tonal qualities. And now there are some Buddhas who their aspiration is that anybody, any being, can begin using their... Mantra without an initiation, without instruction, just simply by hearing it is enough to begin having effect. And then there are other more obscure, more esoteric, or more um, metaphysically hidden or secret beings, um, Buddha forms, whereby you do need an initiation and you do need the instructions on how to practice their practice. Mm -hmm. So that would be a different, that would be a more esoteric, that would be more in the tantric line of understanding those practices and those mantras. And that requires more understanding of what the intention of that particular Buddha form would be, as well as having already attained certain levels of understanding of emptiness, certain levels of understanding of equanimity certain levels of understanding of a foundation of the ethics of Buddhism in the first place, so before you can go beyond that, for for example. Right. So I'm more than pleased to know that uh, Wyatt uh, had some positive reaction and positive effect from Medicine Buddha Mantra. And, yeah, I would encourage anybody who is having any kind of medical issues or also... You know, emotional turmoil or difficulties to experiment with first simply listening, opening your mind up and listening to the heartfelt, compassionate message of what that mantra carries. Mm Because it's for the purpose of healing and of expanding the mind and expanding the consciousness to the state of being able to receive healing. So, Yes, I mean, I think with all of these spiritual practices, what is important is to go into it with the spirit of experimentation, with the spirit of curiosity, of joyfulness. Now, if you go into it with the spirit of, like, a kind of challenging, or that your intention is to prove it wrong, you won't be disappointed, because that's what you'll get. But Mm -hmm. if you really need help, is the point. If you really need medical help and, and on a spiritual level, then it is best to try something like Medicine Buddha mantra in the spirit of receptivity, in the spirit of experimentation, in the spirit of joyfulness, of openness. And if you open your heart to it, you will have a positive it
2: will have positive effect, yes. Well, that's what I did. And at first I was just playing it for Wyatt, but then I found myself just putting it on a lot and just listening to well, that's it wonderful. because it's very
0: soothing. Well, that's wonderful. And then from there yeah. you can explore, you know, I mean, how how the algorithms work. I'm sure there is other, you know, on, on YouTube or whatever medium you're using, I'm, I'm sure there's other versions of it that pop up. You might find another rendition that is more to your liking and, you know, you could experiment with it. But for certain Buddha forms, such as Medicine Buddha, such as Chenrezig uh, Buddha, such as Green Tara, there are many Buddhas, Buddha forms that do not require, I mean, of course, it's helpful and it'll propel you even further, but they don't require initiation to begin, mm-hmm. to begin just listening and receiving the blessings of those mantras, of those practices. So yeah. quite simply to open the mind and begin just simply listening to them and then experimenting with chanting them yourself along with whatever recording you're listening to. There's absolutely nothing harmful in doing that. And it can only be helpful. There's only two things that can happen. Either nothing will happen because that's where your mind is at that time, or it could only be helpful. So, And, mm-hmm. and if, if for some reason that a person begins to feel that, you know, it's you know, taking some kind of negative turn or it's really bad, well then they have to check their own mind and see where is their mind. If the mind is in kind of like a nihilistic mindset for a very glass is half empty and everything is negative and everything's going to shit kind of mindset, then yeah, absolutely. Even if you were, you know, handed a pot of gold, you're gonna say, Well, it's probably fool's gold anyway (laughs) and so you know it's a (laughs) mindset that will then just trap you. So Always check your own mind and check your own motivation and check what your own intentions are in experimenting with these things. And the same goes, by the way, even for dealing with demons mm. and other and other malignant spirit beings. I can deal with demons perfectly fine because I know them so well. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, and I have compassion for them because I know that demons are very sad, you know, very angry, very upset malignant beings that they need love demons need love too <laughs> so 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 from a buddhist perspective you know a buddhist compassionate perspective is i, I actually give offerings each day to demon beings and to regional regional spirits and, and local deities, even the local deities that maybe in in my section of Berlin, they don't realize they exist. You know, a lot of people don't want to acknowledge or realize that there are local deities in Berlin. There are also spirit deities who are trapped spirit deities. A lot of people died here in Berlin in the mm-hmm. past 100 years, and um, or more, uh, actually. And... Um, Tra- There's a lot of trapped spirit beings, so you give offerings to them because all of those beings, because of the nature of the way they died, for example, may have propelled them into behaving in very malignant ways, yeah. very damaging ways. So they need love, you know. They need compassion, and you give off You know, it's it's very different approach than the Judeo-Christian idea of stamping out the demon, yes. driving, driving it out, killing it. No, that's not going to solve anything. That's <laughs> not going to fix anything. That may give you a little temporary feeling of power, but it's not going to actually solve the problem. So solving the problem of why demons feel the way they do from their perspective, that's not going to help solve the problem. Mm-hmm. It's only going to make the problem worse, and it's going to make the attitude of the demon ricochet Back onto you yes. even harder. Mm-hmm. Actually, using logical, you know. So these are some various different ways of using mantra. I mean, yes, I mean when I'm doing the mantras, I'm doing it for for all different kinds of beings: for human beings, animal beings, spirit beings, beneficial spirit beings, and malignant spirit beings, and uh, as I said, demons and demigods, all beings. Mm-hmm. There's all different kinds of e- even. Um, Little trolls or little fairies, (laughs) whatever you love
2: too. Exactly, whatever your (laughs)
0: perception of of what beings are in your area. You can do these uh, sonic magic, which is in the form for me, it's now these days in the form of um, mantras, but also tonal qualities that I'm working with in my music. You can do that as an offering, as an offering to all of these beings.
2: Thanks for tuning in, Lit listeners. If you're interested in hearing episode 22 featuring Rob Herrera and Xena, or any of the other episodes and bonus clips featuring Xena, you can find links in the show notes. Don't forget to get your copy of Xena's brand new album, Transcend, at Bandcamp. That link, as well as the link to Xena's website, is in the show notes too.
1: Rock is lit!